It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. The huge news today, the plea deal that fell apart with Hunter Biden, all eyes on the White House now. Joining us is Andy McCarthy, of course, former assistant U.S. attorney. Andy, uh, this was a stunning moment today. Let's talk about the implications. Your thoughts. Well, my first thought, Rita, is what better time to indict Trump again, which I imagine people keep asking me, what's the next thing that's going to happen in the Biden case? And I I keep saying they indict Trump again because that's that'll step on the story tomorrow. Right. Um, But, you know, I think the implications of this are um, it's been exposed that this is not a real case or a real investigation. What they tried to do today was um, a political act that was dressed up as a plea agreement, but they couldn't afford to do what you do in a plea agreement, um, which is lay out all of the understandings of the parties, because that would have been scandalous. The Justice Department couldn't write a plea agreement. It's the same reason they haven't filed an indictment in this case. They couldn't write something that said, uh, we're giving Hunter two misdemeanor pleas that he's not going to do any jail time for, make a gun felony that uh, people can get sent to jail for up to 10 years over. Uh, We're going to make that disappear. And he gets immunity from any potential charges arising out of 2014 to 2019. So uh, not just tax charges, but, uh, you know, money laundering, uh, failure to file as a a register as a foreign agent, uh, bribery conspiracy, whatever you know, arises out of those facts. And this is Pete King. In all your years as a prosecutor, I mean, you were involved in many plea deals and agreements. Did you ever see anything this flagrant? No. In fact, I, I think, Pete, that it, that's the galling part of it because it's so insulting to the intelligence once you understand what they're trying to do. There's no reason. They, they acknowledge today, or at least they said, that there was a continuing investigation Uh, which we knew already because this guy, Devin Archer, Hunter's partner, who's going to testify for the House on Monday, he supposedly already testified in the grand jury. So there's obviously an investigation. What reason on God's green earth would the government have to give a plea agreement to one of the main subjects of the investigation to nonsense charges when the guy's not cooperating and the investigation isn't over yet. And Andy, Andy, the point is he got busted. They got busted because it was sort of like a co-conspirators almost, if you will, that they were going in with this plan and they just, the judge said, wait a minute, I see this. I see what you're trying to do. I want to hear Andrew's analysis of uh, did did, uh, Latham and Watkins law firm call uh, last night. Oh yeah, that's a whole separate issue yeah, too. I mean, yeah, and Andy, what was the story Andy, on that? Yeah, Andy, you know the call too that went the whole thing to uh, Jason Smith pretending like they were part of Congress. Yeah, so I'm not so sure that that's what they did, Rita. I'm gonna like let that breathe a little bit because it doesn't make sense to me that she would use her own name to commit a fraud, and I it, that didn't turn out to be that big of an issue today. So what I suspect happened was there actually was a garble between the woman who called and the court clerk, because it makes no sense that they that Latham would let the House know that they were going to make this motion. 
Yeah, and then and they, they claimed it was a mis- Yeah, they claimed it was a misunderstanding. So let's go back to the plea deal because that obviously. Let's talk yeah. about. It, it looked to me, and Judge, you and I were talking earlier. It looked like they kind of tried to pull the wool, and then suddenly the judge said, "Wait a minute, let's go through the details here, Judge Weinberg." Andy, it's Richard Weinberg. I have to tell you. I have to commend this judge for doing what she did. She was asking tough questions. She was putting both sides to the proof. She made it perfectly clear that there was no understanding here. As you and I both know from our experience, a plea deal is a contract. It's a deal. So one is saying, you know, this is it. It closes everything out. It's a blanket immunity. The other one saying, no, no, it's not. So she's absolutely right for pulling that out. She also pulled out that it may be something to do with the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. So what do you yeah, say well, about this? Yeah, I, I think that the really dishonest party here is the Justice Department. I agree. Because That's why I, I use the phrase co-conspirators. Well, I think Rita's right about that. They're right. In the normal case, this is why the, the regulations tell the attorney general to appoint a special counsel when there's a, a conflict of interest like this, right? In the normal case, the government or the prosecutors and the defendant are adversaries. So the government is looking out for the public interest and the Democrat, the defense is ooh, Democrat. I, I, that's a Freudian slip, huh? Um, the, the defense is looking out for the defendant's interest. But in this case, they're in cahoots. So it turned out that she didn't really have to ask that many difficult questions because what the Justice Department did here was write an agreement, which is unlike any other agreement they write, which should tip you off because almost all these agreements are pro forma. I mean, the, my my favorite thing as a prosecutor was when defense lawyers used to ask me to change terms in our form plea agreement. I used to tell them, no, we don't do that. We, it's the same agreement for everyone. Yeah, Peter, uh, uh, Andy, uh, Andy, Peter King has a question. Yeah, Andy, I, I was just yeah. going to say, you know, put yourself in the mind of the prosecutors who worked out that deal. Do they oh. think they would get away with this today? Um, wasn't that a pretty basic question the judge asked? If she hadn't asked that question... Uh, 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 Hunter could have claimed total, total immunity once that, once that deal was authorized, right? Yeah, well, I think, it, Pete, I think that the Bidens think they have Delaware wired. And what happens in many cases is that the judge just accepts the plea agreement and basically says to each side, did you read this? Did you read? Because they're not they're not fishy on their face. They look like they're legit. As it turns out, this judge did her job and asked. She looked at this agreement and she said, this looks like a highly unusual agreement. And as the judge was just referring to, she flushed out instantly that they were not in agreement on what it meant with yeah. respect to the most important term, which was how much immunity does Hunter get from the deal? And if you don't have an agreement on the main if you don't have a meeting of the minds on the main terms, you don't have an agreement. Yeah, everybody, we're talking to former U.S. attorney Andy McCarthy. Rudy Washington, you got a question? Yes, Mr. McCarthy, for the listeners. Um, Devin Archer, having testified uh, at the grand jury, he can't change his testimony when he's in front of Congress next week. Yeah, I, I think probably the, if the and and this isn't clear, um, but if the Justice Department's investigation is in any way legitimate, I have to believe that the only reason that they're agreeing to let him testify in front of Congress. Usually the Justice Department would fight if they were doing a, a you know, an active investigation uh, and Congress wanted to talk to one of its main witnesses. The only reason I, I, I can imagine that they feel comfortable letting him go ahead and talk to the House is that he's locked in in his grand jury testimony and that he knows 
if he changes it, he's going to have big problems. But I have to say, if I were the prosecutor, I would be I would be fighting tooth and nail and trying to make uh, Chairman Comer understand that it, it can only hurt the case uh, to have this guy testify at this point. And that's why I continue to be suspicious. So that you, this so you think there's a possibility that Comer doesn't know what he's going to say? Well, Comer wouldn't have the grand jury transcript. You can be sure that the Justice Department hasn't shared their information with Comer. Um, so are they throwing dice here? No, well, they, I don't no. know. I, you know, here, here's they the asked, thing we they, don't know. Comer, don't Comer he, asked him what he said. He can say it. Isn't that correct, yeah, Andy? And, yeah. Correct. And also, we don't know if he's maybe he's informally met with some of these guys, which which happens all the time. Yeah. And in fact, I was about to say, I've heard that. Um, John, uh, your thoughts, too. This is amazing what's been going on. I mean, this is amazing. Nobody can believe it. Dershowitz was even stunned uh, before when we had him on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I just, you know, people have learned not to trust what's going on in Washington. And I think. What the American people want, they want the truth, and they want the, the the people that are guilty to be punished because that's that's what's gonna, that's the only thing that's going to save America is that our Justice Department is trusted by the American people. Well, I I totally agree with that, and I think we should just thank God that for on one day we had one judge who actually did her job with integrity and independence. We keep hearing all this stuff from the Biden Justice Department about how everything's done with integrity and independence. But I think we saw which person in that courtroom was acting with integrity and and independence. Yeah, that was stunning. Uh, By the way, real quick, they left open that there is an investigation into this Foreign Influence uh, Act, which is, by the way, opens this enormous can of worms, uh, potentially about influence peddling, uh, bribery, corruption. The White House is panicking today, Andy. Yeah, well, you know, the the veil is being lifted, Rita. Again, this is why people ask me, what happens now? Does he go to trial? And I'm like, go to trial on what? They've never indicted him. They've never wanted to say what the case was about. Absolutely. You're right. Wow. Thank I, you. Thank you so much uh, for coming on. We got and, a quick uh, comment, actually, from Judge well, Weinberg. Real quick here. Andy, you and I have been doing this business a long, long time. The answer is that the Justice Department should stand for justice. And yes. it's not that... Yeah. We're in a big situation that takes the country down. Amen.